This is Miller's Edge on Tide Christian Miller, two-time national champion and team captain for the Alabama Crimson Tide and former Carolina Panther and his father, Corey Miller, the pastor of pain, a nine-year NFL veteran with the New York Giants and University of South Carolina Hall of Famer. This is the Miller's Edge. Nobody pray for me. It's been a day for me. Good top of the morning, T-Town, Title Town, Tuscaloosa. Hope you're doing well on this Talking Tuesday. Corey Miller, the pastor of pain, and Christian Miller, Noah Hayes behind the glass. We're going to drive you right on the time, 100.9, 12.30 a.m. WTPC for the next hour. Sit back, relax, enjoy your flight with us because we got a lot to talk about today. Here on the Talking Tuesday, Alabama getting ready to take on Tennessee Chattanooga. A game that uh, not a whole lot to talk about, but we'll talk some about it. We'll hear from Coach Nick Saban, who met with the press just right after we got off the air on yesterday, which he does every single uh, Monday. Uh, so we'll hear some things from him uh, about Miss Terry, how much she means to the athletes and to the team. We'll talk about that a little bit, get Christian response on that. Chris Braswell, a guy that we have uh, spent a lot of time with this season. Uh, Hey, why he's my favorite. I'll tell you why Chris Braswell is going to be, I'll tell you, he's a diamond in the rough. I'll talk some about that during the show. Also tonight, this Tuesday night on ESPN, you know what? It's the reveal. It's the reveal of the college football playoffs top 25. What do you expect? What do we expect? We'll talk some about that. Although as um, Alabama, Alabama fans, excuse me, not too much concerned right now, but I'm going to tell you how Alabama gets to the college football playoffs. We'll talk about that. So much talk about, you know, Texas and Alabama. Texas won the head to head. I'm going to debunk all of that. And I'll tell you why I think, uh, this could happen if certain things play out. So we'll get into all of that, which is, you know, it's just a bunch of talk really because there's so much football left, guys, in these last couple of weeks, championship games. I mean, so, I'm going to just going to say and predict that so many things are going to happen before all these things that we're going to talk about. There's so much going to go on. People are going to lose. There are going to be some upsets. Uh, it always happens. There's always crazy things the last two or three weeks of the season. It's not going to be chalk. It's not going to play out like people think. And plus, you know, Ohio State, Michigan got to play. Oregon and Washington going to have to play. Texas, who's going to play them in the Big 12 championship? Alabama plays Georgia, who I think is going to be number one tonight. And if they hold serve and, and uh, win their next two games, which they should, I mean, Alabama is set up for beauty. 
So we'll get into all of that stuff uh, during this next hour. Plus, we'll take your phone calls, 205-342-9904 is the number for the program. Don't forget to download that F-R-E-E, our favorite four-letter word, free app, Time 100.9. Leave your questions there. You can also leave uh, a voice message, if you will. If you can't call or you need to type it in, whatever you need to do, uh, just we got many ways that we can communicate on our program, The Miller's Edge. Sponsored by our good friends at the Good Feet Store, America's Arch Support Experts. And um, don't forget to go see Douglas and the good folks over there in Mentown Village that would take care of you. Also, let me tell you about my good friend, R&R Cigars, 2703 6th Street. Everybody knows by now, I like me a good stick, a good cigar. And when I'm in Tuscaloosa, I love to be there. I love to be on the front porch. I love to be in the recliners. I love those big flat screen TVs. And if you love bourbon, if you love nice drinks, well, Reagan and Randy Stoner got you covered down there at R&R Cigars, right? R&RCigars.com. Check them out. They're changing little things in the inventory. They love shipping things out to you. So you don't have to live in Tuscaloosa. You can be here like I am in Columbia, South Carolina, and they will ship cigars right to you. So go check out the website. R&RCigars.com. Let's start right here, guys. Let's start right here. Alabama is already wrapped up the West. We already know what the SEC Championship game is going to look like. We've seen that before. Ben's been a good one. I'll go back to the Jalen Hurts coming in, replacing Tua, and winning the game after he had been benched. I mean, I want to get into that storyline just a little bit, just to remind us we have some flashback memories of Georgia, Alabama, national championship game. I mean, uh, Bryce Young, I remember the injuries, uh, to Williamson going down and, and Alabama was winning that ball game and then, uh, down goes Alabama to Georgia. Georgia wins their first national championship, which I still believe had not the injuries have occurred, Alabama would have beat Georgia. And a lot of people get mad when I say that, but because, you know, I believe had they had those Wideouts available. The weakness of Georgia defense was their secondary, and Alabama have exposed them deep all the time. Remember, they beat them in the uh, SEC championship game very easily, right? And 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 then they came back and lost the game when guys got hurt. That is the only reason, in my opinion, that Alabama lost that national championship, and Bryce Young did not get that ring as a starting quarterback. So I want to revisit some of those those games, talk about that, and then talk a little bit about this matchup because it's going to happen. And I don't want to talk much about Chattanooga because there's no need to really talk much about Chattanooga. No disrespect, <laughs> Chattanooga, but you're Chattanooga. So I'm not going to get into a whole lot of that. We can talk some Iron Bowl. A lot of people are talking about, you know, Auburn is playing really good football right now and blew out Arkansas. They're looking better. Will Alabama be looking ahead to Georgia and overlook Auburn, which I don't think that's going to happen. We, we kind of set that up for the Kentucky game last week, and all they did was have their most complete game. So we got all that to get into on the show today in such a short period of time, but we definitely can talk about a lot of those topics. And uh, I'll toss it over to T-Town. Good top of the morning. Noah, Christian, how you guys doing? Doing well. You know, also the basketball team plays again tonight, so that means two checks will be spending at the game. So if anybody's in town in Tuscaloosa, make sure you go to Coleman Coliseum and check those guys out. Uh, I've gone to 
every game so far, and it's been fun. So I'm expecting mm-hmm. another uh, fun matchup as they take on South Alabama tonight, I believe, at home uh, against the Crimson Tide. So, yeah, go go check out the men's basketball team and my brother, Two Checks, who is the official DJ for the basketball team. Um, but, yeah, no, man, I, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm very interested in seeing how this kind of plays out with the, the playoff picture, right? Um, look, I said it was going to be chaotic, and that's exactly what it's looking like it's going to be. I um, mean, you got a you got the Pac-12 champion uh, who could have one loss, Big Ten, uh, excuse me, Big 12 champion could have one loss, SEC champion could have one loss, and then you still got the teams that only suffer one loss, uh, a la Georgia. And this is hypothetically speaking, if Alabama beats them, right? How do you place all these teams? And I, I think it's going to be tricky, but. I'm with you. Um, I think the, the SEC champion should get in, uh, but there's no guarantee. Now, I believe they should. I don't think the SEC champion has ever been left out of the college football playoff. But when you look at it this season, I mean, it's just it's just tough, man. I mean, just looking at how chaotic it could be and then seeing how the committee has so far treated Alabama in terms of where they placed them, right? It's like they refused to put them above Texas. So if Texas wins out, and they're one loss, uh, you know, Big 12 champion. Uh, you, you've got the, the Pac-12 situation, however that plays out. Ohio State Michigan have to play each other, but how are they going to value that loss between those two opponents, right? If Ohio State loses to Michigan, does you know what I mean? They're losing to the number, was it, number three ranked team, right? Yeah, so it's just, <clears throat> it's tough to see how this is going to go. Again, at the end of the day, if you're Alabama, you got to control what you can control, and that means... Uh, winning out the rest of your schedule and, you know, to the best of your ability, trying to dominate each game to really make a statement to this committee, right? Because they're going to be looking at that. Uh, but it just seems like they're holding Alabama hostage to that, that week two loss to Texas, which I don't think is necessarily fair. I mean, Alabama right now is a much different football team uh, than it was in week two, right? I, I get, um, you know, how that game ended up, you know, transpiring. I, I get all that, but... I guarantee you if you line up Texas with Alabama right now at this point in the season, it's a completely different ball game, hands down, right? Texas would not want to play this week 10, week 11, whatever week it is, Alabama team. Uh, I guarantee you that. So I'm curious to see how it goes, but knowing that this committee, um, you know, I, I don't see us moving too much. I'm with you, though, that there probably will be some upsets or some interesting facets coming up in the next few weeks. Um and teams probably will lose. You know, things will get shuffled around. But will it be enough for Alabama to be able to get that jump that they need? It's tough to say, just given the way the committee has so far handled um, these rankings. Now, again, I'm, I believe if Alabama wins out, they should 100% be in the college football playoffs, right? But the issue is you've got these people on this committee, um, for whatever reason, they just they don't necessarily feel I, – I don't know. They just It's like they're holding that loss, like – uh, that, that loss against Texas holds way too much weight, in my opinion, right? It's like they're discrediting uh, the impressive wins that Alabama has had. They're discrediting the eye test, just looking at this football team, where they're at, the progression of this football team, how they're playing football right now, uh, which ultimately matters, right? This Alabama, this current Alabama football team is the one that would be playing in the college football playoffs, not the Week 2 Alabama football team. And I think that's something that they have to they have to remember when they're making these decisions. Uh, I know I'm jumping the gun. The rankings aren't out yet, but I just know there's been a lot of talk about it. I saw a picture. There's a scenario where it was just saying, like, you know, you've got, you know, the obviously Ohio State, Michigan, right? One of those teams will lose. However, it's more likely going to be their first loss when they do play each other. And, 
you know that that again they're only losing to a, a top four team, right? So that that's one thing to consider. If Alabama beats Georgia in the uh, in the call in the excuse me in the SEC championship, that would be Georgia's first loss if they went out the rest of the regular season, right? And so how do you gauge that? And then you've got um, you know if Oregon wins out and they win, you know they only have that one loss to Washington, right? Texas would have no. only one loss. So I mean, this, when I talk about chaotic, I mean really there's seven eight teams that depending on how things go, have a fair, uh, at least they have a fair argument to being a top four team. Now, how do they, what's the the deciding factor? I don't know. But all I can say is knowing um, what I've seen so far with this committee and how they make these decisions, yeah. does it make me a little worrisome, right? Do I have some concern given how they've judged things to this point? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I do have some concerns. But at the end of the day, we can't control that, right? We can, we can't just slip into the meeting and, and try to sway them, right? <laughs> all, well, we but I, is, all we can do is win out and, and win with convincing victories and, and plead our case that, look, yeah, we lost to Texas in week two, but it was week two. It was to a solid football team. It was early in the season. And this team right now is a totally different team than we were week two facing Texas. Correct. But... <laughs> But I'm not concerned Alabama wins out. They win the next three games. Alabama's going to be in the college football playoffs, and here's why. Okay. And, Noah, I don't know if you can do me a favor while I'm, I'm talking right here, but can you pull up and tell me the names that are on the committee this season while I'm saying this? Because here's the bottom line. If you're going to lose, and they've been saying this since the inception of this college football playoffs, if you're going to lose... You have to lose early because the later you lose in the season, it's going to penalize you worse, right? Alabama lost at home to Texas. If you're on this committee, you're looking at Alabama. Let's look at Alabama. Alabama, not knowing really who their quarterback was going to be, a lot of debate going on, Jayla Miro, Ty Simpson, Tyler Buckner, blah, blah, blah. The next week, Miro gets benched or play. I don't want to say he got benched. I think this was just a, a promise that they were going to allow these other guys to have an opportunity. I think that was more the case than Jayla Miro being benched. Okay. They play ugly in a, in a monsoon downpour delayed ball game, right? When they come out of the second half or more the fourth quarter, dominate, win the game by two touchdowns. They go back to Miro and it's been nothing but uh, a, a team that's been just going in the right direction, climbing that hill, looking better and better every single week. A lot of quality wins, by the way. Over Ole Miss, say what you want, how Georgia blew them out at home. But Alabama took care of business as, as well. On the road, everybody talked about how hard that was going to be. Beating Texas a and they get the win. They beat Mississippi State. They, they beat... LSU, the best offense, one of the deep top two offenses in the country. They handle business. They come back. They go on the road again to Kentucky, devour them, right? Everybody is defense playing great football offense now. In the last couple of three weeks, looking beautiful. Tommy Reese has adjusted after the bye week. Jalen Miro now is putting up Heisman-type numbers, right? Complete football team that, as you said, not the same team in week number two. Not even close. They don't mimic or look nothing like they did in week two. Okay? If they went out, beat Chattanooga, go on the road, you win the Iron Bowl, the rival game. You come back. Georgia wins out. Georgia's going to be the number one team in the country. Go to Atlanta where 
Nick Saban at Alabama hasn't lost in Atlanta, by the way. Throw that caveat out there. Beats the number one team in the country. There is no way in H-E double hockey sticks that you're going to keep Alabama, the brand, Nick Saban, and what they have accomplished since week two out of the college football. And you're not going to tell me that they're not a top four team. They're going to have the resume. They're going to have the, the, the strength of records. All of this stuff. Strength of schedule. And, by the way, the eye test. Okay. I don't care what happens. Nowhere else. Washington can win out. Um, Florida State, who to me, is my other point, is going to have one quality win. And that's, F, I mean, excuse me, that's LSU. One. Now, if they, if you count, if they beat Louisville, who could be the number two team in the ACC because they don't have the Coast or the Atlantic divisions anymore. But, Florida State resume stinks. <laughs> it stinks. The ACC conference is abysmal. So you want to tell me it ain't even going to be about Texas. It would be the people in that committee would say Alabama is much better than Florida State. Okay, let's just say Oregon wins out. One loss champion. Alabama, one loss champion in, in their conferences. Compare those resumes. Compare those resumes. Right. So Alabama resume would trump Oregon's resume. Then they turn around, they would have beaten the number one team just a week prior that the committee had at number one. You want to tell me they just beat them and they wouldn't be in the playoffs? You must be eating mushrooms or something. Crazy. Well, well, well the only, You're hallucinating. Well, the only thing I'll say is, and this is totally on the committee, but if you look at last year, look what they did, right? You had a TCU football team, right, that yeah, was undefeated of the year. They go to the conference championship. They lose in the conference championship, um, but they still make the playoffs. They didn't even move, right? I think they stayed at three, if I'm not mistaken, right? And yeah, they were how that played out. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you look at that and how that how that went last year, right? That that's all I'm saying. They they lose to to Kansas State in the the conference championship. They stay put and still mm-hmm. make the playoffs. So with that being said. That's my only argument, not even argument, but my rebuttal to, I agree with you. When I watch Florida State, I don't necessarily view them as a, a very dominant team. I think the record is misleading. I agree. LSU's their biggest win. And then in their other games. By the way, that was first game of the, first game of the season. Right. And now you would tell them, if they've replayed now, will they beat uh, LSU? Probably not. No. No. So I'm saying. But, no, so, but, but, but see, but, but you saw how they treated, uh, TCU last season, right? Everybody was saying, oh, I don't know about this TCU team. Right? Everybody was saying the same thing. They barely were getting by in games, but their record looked all pretty. They still lost in the conference championship, and they still made it in over an Alabama team who looked much better than them. And then we saw what happened to TCU. So with that being 65 said, 65-7. 100%. So with that I being mean. said, I agree with you. I, I, You are right in terms of Alabama being easily a much better football team. However, this committee, though, given their history that we saw last season, it does have me a little worried. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And I hate to be that guy because I always, I am Mr. Optimistic. I try to be Mr. Positive. And, say, and I still am in the situation. I still think we definitely should be in there and very well will be in there. But 
the the history of this committee, man, don't, it don't make me feel too great. That's all I'm saying. I understand that, but if we're wanting the, the, the best four teams and the scenario plays out like we think for Alabama, then Alabama for sure is one of your best four teams. So that boils down to the stupid question we've been asking for years. Most deserving? Do you want the most deserving based on these analytics? Or do you want the best four teams to battle out for the national championship? We'll talk more about this on the flip side. This is the Village Edge. We're on the tie 100.9, a.m. WTPC. WTBC. I get that out. Back in a moment. Are you tired of your shoes just not in Birmingham, Alabama? We are here treating patients from every generation across the United States and from around the world. We're here for the rookies and the dreamers trying to make a name for themselves. We are here for the achievers who are resilient and won't take no for an answer. We're here for the coaches, athletic trainers, and mentors who are shaping the next generation of legends. We are here for you aggressively pursuing victory over injury. Learn more at andrewsportsmedicine.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A cloudy sky this afternoon. The most widespread rain stays south of here, the high 67. Cloudy and cooler tonight. Rain moving in, especially after midnight, the low 50. Tomorrow, cloudy and cool with occasional rain. The high in the upper 50s at 59. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 65 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Corey Miller, Christian Miller, Noah Haynes behind the glass. Talking college football playoffs. The third reveal will happen tonight. I don't expect Alabama to move based on what happened in front of them this past weekend. I still think they're going to be at number eight. But we're talking about a clear path for the Tide winning the next three ball games. Just, you know, you know they got Chattanooga, Iron Bowl, and Georgia. If they went out, there's no way. Alabama misses the college football playoffs because their resume stacks up very nicely against other teams in front of them. And everybody keeps talking about Texas and head-to-head matchup, Christian. And listen, I, for me, this is just my thoughts. And if I was on the committee and Noah sent me the names of the folks on the committee, I would still look at who who is this team today. I can't look back what happened in week two. A lot of things are going on. A lot of things were happening. Alabama didn't have a definitive quarterback at the time. They were still experimenting, if you will. Now they do. Now they're playing great football. This is a definitely, uh, you know, different team. I put Alabama in my top four based on eye test. I think eye test tells me everything I need to know. Now, Obviously, if I look at a team that hasn't played anybody like Georgia was like that early on, but the last couple of weeks, hey, they've had some good wins, right? They beat Missouri, who we know is a good football team. They beat Ole Miss, who is a good football team, and blew them out. So Georgia now gets a little bit more respect than what I had for them early on because I did not know based on they haven't played anybody, right? Uh, Texas uh, beat Alabama, good football team. But they're not the same team. I think they are a team that's not as good. One, injuries. They just lost their start running back who's very, very uh, instrumental in their offense. He's out for the season with the torn Achilles. You know, and they said the committee looks at that as well. So will that be something that they look at and say, hey, you know, I don't know about this team. Now they're losing players. They got some, some injuries, key injuries. So will that be a factor? But then I look at 
you know, sent the records, sent the schedule, and then. But for me, it's eye test. That's why I had Alabama in my since everybody else in their grandmother <coughs> puts out a top four. Excuse me, I put my top four out there, and I had Alabama in my top four, right? And so I had Michigan in there. People said Michigan, we didn't know about them because they really hadn't played anybody until last week. They played Penn State on the road. That was a good win. They only threw the ball what seven, eight times. Uh, JJ McCarthy, the quarterback, threw it seven, eight times. Uh, and they won the ball game. Not a blowout win, but they won the game over Penn State. So they still have Ohio State. Um, so we'll see really who they are. Ohio State's been winning, but not been just beautiful. So really do we know who Ohio State really is? Washington has struggled in games, but they've won. They they still clean, right? They beat Oregon, who I think is a really good football team. So that matters some, right? But they're going to have to play each other again. So all these things are in front of us. So I, we can, I don't get mad in these early on uh, reveals, but I, I think these folks don't use the eye test. So here's the folks on the, the, uh, <laughs> on this committee. Chris Alt, uh, I think he was a football coach or player. I don't have time to go through all of these, but Chris Alt is, uh, he's a retired former head coach and director of athletics at the University of Nevada. So he's a football mind. Uh, I know Will Shields is. I know um, uh, Mitch, Mitch Barnhart is uh, Kentucky's athletic director. Yeah. It says, and then yeah. also the other one I noticed on here was um, uh, is it is it Manuel Ward or uh, Ward Manuel? Yes, yeah, or Ward, Ward Manuel. Yeah, Ward Manuel. He's Michigan's athletic director. Yeah. So, so you got a lot of guys like that. But, I mean, is there, got, any, uh, is there any conflict of interest there? Like, is there an issue with that? You know? Well, supposedly they have to go out the room, certain conversations. If their team is involved, they have to leave the room. Well, Michigan's uh, going so, to be involved, right? Yeah, I mean, Will Shields played a lot of football, NFL, offensive line. Ohio State got, I think I'm saying that right. So Kelly uh, White, uh, professor yeah. at Montclair State University. Well, she was playing at Kansas City, that's right. So, I mean, he's a football guy, but you don't have a lot of football guys. Joe Taylor, who's a HBCU, who's with FAMU, I think he's in the College Football Hall of Fame, uh, HBCU College Football Hall of Fame, was at A&M, Hampton, Virginia Union, Howard. Uh, he's been around. He's in the College Football Hall of Fame, yes, Black College Football Hall of Fame. So he's got football uh, acumen. So, but there's not a lot. That's what I'm saying. So when it comes to that. What do you feel about the professor on there, though? I mean, her career highlights does say she's covered I ain't gonna seven say, Olympic if I say something like that and, and you no, know, people no, don't I mean, miss no, I mean, it has up. nothing to do with gender. No, I'm, it's just I'm saying because she's a, a, a professor. But now I get that she's covered, like, that she's the first female president of the Football Writers Association of America. But um, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I just. This is just I think the computer's a joke. Yeah, I would much rather have a computer <laughs> BCS. I mean, because these guys, Jim Grove, I've just skipped him, who's at Wake Forest, a football coach. So he's another football mind. So listen, the bottom line is, eye test should matter. What a team is doing today versus week two should matter. It should. I mean, that's why if I look at Florida State, I watch a lot of football. And you know I do. I watch all, all day long, every day, Pac-12 at night. It doesn't matter. I go back and I watch it on my YouTube TV. I watch a lot of football. And I've seen Florida State. I've seen Florida State struggle with Clemson. I've seen Florida State struggle uh, on the road at, at Boston College. You know, this is not a team that I look at that is blowing me away like they're top four team. 
because they're undefeated in, in the weakest conference in football, the ACC, which has been been the deal in the last five, six years, in my opinion. I mean, so are they really the top four team? No. They're not. Now, you know, oh, resume stripped the record. The team they play got winning records and blah, blah, blah. Look at the freaking game. And I don't think these people even watch football, most of them. I don't. I think they use computers and they look at, okay, they beat so. Because if you look at Boo Corrigan, who's, a, I think, the NC State uh, AD, when you listen to the interview every week, it baffles me that, does this man even pay attention to the games? We were telling me last week that, oh, we're on Ohio State beat Rutgers. Really? And they got a good defense, really? And so and then he's telling me about this team and the defense and this team or the offense and blah, 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 blah. This committee is an absolute joke. It's an absolute joke. So, listen, I don't know where Texas is. They got a close win last week over TCU. Uh, a team with a losing record, they struggled. They lost their best player, the, or the, one of their best players, a running back. They've been banged up and beat up. They haven't been just this team that looked like they're a dominant football team. And you said to me, well, they beat Alabama on week two. They did. And sometimes you have that when you play a team early, a team that was more senior-oriented, more prepared to start the season than Alabama was this particular season. That's why I'm, I'm like, hey, I wouldn't play games like that. Because they, they, they will now, they want to penalize you for it. But if you look at Alabama today and Texas today, who do you say was the better team? No, you can't tell me Texas because they beat them in week two. That, that's, to me, that's just been stupid. Because who are they today? Right? Ohio State, remember the year they lost to Virginia Tech? Like week one, week two? You wouldn't tell me Virginia Tech's a better team than Ohio State. No, they weren't because Ohio State ended up going to the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. It's all, we can throw up all these scenarios, but as I said to start the show, a lot's going to change. There will be chaos. You can mark it down. The next three weeks, there will be chaos. And this thing will always play itself out. So if you're an Alabama fan, I would not worry what people are saying and what other, because you're still sitting there at number eight. You got the direct path, and you're probably going to end up playing the number one team in the country at the time, the Georgia Bulldogs, to make your final statement. And that, that to me, if you win that game, which you haven't lost in the Dome yet, and that's even victories over Georgia, I like Alabama chances. 205-342-9904. Again, don't forget you can download the app if you want to go that way. Many ways that you can... Uh, Touch us, reach out and touch us. Let's get to some phone calls. All right. Who we got? Uh, let's go. Speaking of Texas, let's go to Digger. Digger, you up next. Go right ahead. Oh. Tell me. What's your best win right now? Probably Ole Miss, I would say, followed Ole by Ole Miss. LSU. LSU. <laughs> Ole Miss getting hammered by 52. And you're saying that's your best win? Okay. You want to say LSU? The most historically bad LSU defense in conference play? Really? You're you're patting yourself on the back, okay? You beat A&M by playing one half. You beat Tennessee by playing one half. You blew out LSU, and you're blowing out Kentucky. 
bad defenses. Okay. Oh, okay. So I'm just saying. You're patting yourself who's, who's on the back. Right who's three. a better team right now, Texas or Alabama? Buddy, you're playing Chattanooga this week. Why don't you play who, Texas this week? Who's a better team right now, Texas, Texas or Alabama? Well, if you're with a back, well, why don't you put your backup quarterback in there? Well, I'll tell you who's better. Okay? We're playing with a backup quarterback. We got a quarterback with a bad swing, and now we lost our first starting running back. We're going to be fine. If we went out, we earned it, buddy. There's no way around it. It's been Saban's fault, okay? Saban put it in your head, hey, Vegas got us favored with two losses against any of those four teams last year, and y'all believed it, and you didn't earn it. There is a thing called underachieving. This team has a boatload of five stars. You beat three stars last week in Kentucky. Come on. Play somebody. That's we all I'm saying. We play somebody Dad else. Nuga, <laughs> Dad Come Nuga, on. I, I can go to your, your schedule. And, I can go to your playing. Um, we, TCU is like playing Chattanooga. Because last time I, I, your team in your conference played an SEC team, what happened? TCU's going to beat Chattanooga, I promise you that. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> TCU, a team that won four games and you were struggling with it. You were struggling with Rice. You struggling. So a team that you play. I'm just so letting you know. I'm just letting you know. You can't make that argument. They went out. They went out. They're going to be. They went out. They will be into the playoffs. You can mark that down. And one more thing about this Georgia game. Okay, you, oh, no, it's an automatic bid. We beat Georgia. You can't have it both ways. Complain about their soft schedule, and then all of a sudden they're the best team in the country. Okay? It's a Florida State thing. Okay? Well, it's a no, no, weak no, no, schedule, no, no, no. You, you, and you're they're missing, going you're missing undefeated. My point. You're missing my point. If you heard me correctly, I said in the beginning, we, we complain about Georgia's weak schedule, but they have had the last couple of weeks – Two really good wins. Missouri was a good football team, and Ole Miss is a good football team. Say what you want to, those are good football teams. And Georgia has elevated their play. And then going on the road to Knoxville, and Tennessee is going to be a hard game. So they'll have three ranked victories in three weeks. So they will deserve to be number one and how they beat those teams. So my point is they're probably going to be number one, Digger. If Alabama wins out the next two, they went out, and you're going to have a, a eight versus a number one, and if eight beats one in a championship game, you best believe eight's going to jump all the way in the top four. No way. Powerhouses are playing there. Tennessee's not worth a damn. Kentucky, come on, three stars. They're all three stars. Come okay. on. You got it. You got but your, it. But your, so your conference is better, though, right? The Big 12. Is the Big 12 better? I think I hear some crickets. No, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's what I got thought. Yeah, I mean, we do have a go ahead, go ahead, you want to respond? I was just gonna say, I mean, you already know what you're gonna get with Digger because he's a big Texas guy, and and yeah, I, I, I I get it, right? This would be their year to to finally have a chance, and it, it honestly would be, I could understand it being infuriating if if they didn't make it in after what they were you know able to accomplish. But the thing is, like you said, is it, there's there's so many teams that that have a argument. You just can't deny an Alabama football team, in my opinion, that if they go and beat. 
the number one team in the conference championship, in my opinion, like you said, I mean, whether they're eight in that game, seven, six, wherever they're at, when they're playing Georgia and Atlanta, if they win that football game, which Georgia will probably be, like you said, number one, they have to go to at least number four, in my opinion. Listen, Ohio State, Michigan got to play. Oregon, Washington, four teams in front of them playing each other, right? So they're going to move up. And by the way, Digger, Texas better watch out this week. <laughs> Texas may not even get it. I'm telling you right now, they don't look good at all. So they, they may not even be, uh, we may not even have to worry about Texas when it's all said and done. And if they play Oklahoma again, Oklahoma going to knock them out the box. Well, well and, and real quick, though, when you mentioned playing each other. That was the other thing I meant to say, right? This always happens with SEC teams, right? We always have to play each other. So then, it, then it, it starts reflecting on our schedules, and you can't necessarily, you know what I mean? Like, like Ole Miss is a good football team. Their two losses are Alabama and Georgia, right? Two really good football teams. So now all of a sudden, people are discrediting them and discrediting those wins. But it's, it's you know, it's a, it's a matter of the circumstances having to play each other. Same thing. The LSU's playing good football team. Like that always happens, and then it always ends up discrediting our wins because teams don't look as good, but it's because we're all beating each other because the SEC ultimately is the best conference. I don't care what people are saying about Pac-12 or, or Big Ten all that. Look, man, playing the SEC, I'm t- I, I invite anybody or any of these other schools, come play in the SEC. Come play an SEC schedule, I guarantee you. You, you, you will think differently. It's, it's, not for the, it's not for the week. So. Uh, you ain't got to argue that point. That's already it's just on people just hating on them. But <laughs> Alabama, they they win the next two. Go beat Georgia. It's probably going to be one. Even if they're two, and based on what's going to happen in front and FSU with their trash schedule, that trash conference, Bama will be in the college football playoffs. And by the way, you got the goat and the brand, and it's going to mean something. You don't want to leave the if you leave an SEC team out. Guess what you're going to have a problem with? Viewership, viewership. You heard me? People are not going to be watching. Football is in the South. And if you don't have the SEC, a team that's with one loss and a champion, you freaking kidding me? <laughs> anyway, all this coming up. And don't forget, download that app, Tide 100.9. By the way, we'll see that Tide uh, 100.9 app question coming up after the break. This is the Middle's Edge. Back in a moment. If you're this is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. And we're rocking and rolling here on the Miller's Edge here on the Talking Tuesday, the Pastor Payne, Christian Miller. Noah Haynes behind the glass, hanging out here with you. Love the heated comment or conversation, I should say, excuse me, with Mr. Digger, big Texas fan. But, uh, again, I test tells me Texas not one of the top four teams. That's all I'm saying. But uh, I'm not on the committee. I wish I was. I wish other folks that know the game of football and know what they're watching, not getting all this whole strength of record and, oh, they beat so-and-so three months ago. Um but who, who are the best four teams? I don't, I don't get into the best, the, the most deserving. I want the best four teams. That way you're not going to have 65 to seven big 12 team that sneaks in and get blown out. Nobody's watching. You, brands doesn't matter, especially when you got Georgia and Alabama in this thing. People are going, uh oh. 
I I would find it hard to to, to think that a thirteen and one Georgia team, if you watched them, and Alabama beats them, who I believe Alabama matches up well with them, um, will be left. Both teams will be left out based on what we've seen in the Pac twelve and Oregon, Washington. They mean, they dynamic offensively. They throw the ball. I mean, they got they got the PlayStation football down. But when it talk when it when it comes to football, give me Georgia, give me Bama. Give me teams that can run it, that can throw it and play some solid defense. The brand, I'm about that all day long, every day. That's just me. 205-342-9904. Let's go to Noah Haynes. Noah, we got a tied 100.9 app question. Uh, that's right. Well, we, we had a comment from, uh, from Dr. Crystal. She sent us a message on the app. She said, uh, this is what I was talking about last week. Bring back the BCS because three blind mice could do a better job than this ridiculous committee. They're the island of misfit toys of college football. <laughs> agree, Dr. Crystal. I agree. I mean, it's too much of a circus right now with, with this committee. And then, like, I agree in terms of. I'm not saying they don't know football. I'm not trying to be that guy. It's like, oh, well, they don't know. Like, look, it's not a contest, but who knows? But it just, it almost seems as if, like you said, when they're talking about it, when you're hearing them, it, just, it makes you wonder if they really actually know football just based off of their own comments. Um, so I, I agree. I almost feel like the BCS probably would be better, but I also, um, am not opposed to the, the playoff expansion because then really, again, this really isn't as much of an issue. I guess it still will be an issue. It's going to be an issue. What is it? 14, 13, 14, 15, yeah. and 16. Now will be an issue. That will be an issue, but at yeah. least the, the, you know, 10 to 12, I mean, teams will be pretty much solidified without some, you know what I mean? Like I, in my opinion, like if the, who, like who would be like 13, 14? UNC's or uh, I, I don't know. I mean, whoever Missouri's, whatever they want to argue about thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. They can have that. Alabama's not going to be like that. So <laughs> nah, <laughs> we'll, be, nah, we'll be in the top eight at least. So we're good. They can, uh, they can argue about yeah. it. Yeah, let them argue about. It. Let's go back out to the phone lines. TK, my man, TK, you up next on the Miller's Edge. Uh, I was calling. I want to piggyback off what you said about the last call of the Texas. Just think about it. Uh, Georgia beat TCU. And Alabama beat K-State. Those were the best two teams in that division. And they both lost by 25 points. Yep. That's correct. Those are facts. So, TCU, TCU should have never been in the playoff in the first place. You know, it seems <laughs> like every year people get on the they all this, knowing that they're not that good. Right. And then what did Alabama do to the other Big 12 team in the bowl game? Be- beat them by 25 points. Okay. Just, so those were the uh, two best teams in that conference, that Texas mm-hmm. team. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, we can go we can go and have feel-good stories like Cincinnati, uh, you know, and two years ago, I believe it was, a couple of years ago, and they, they and were better TCU. And they got drugs. Alabama just physically dominated them. So I'm saying it's like we get these, you know, people in college football that's like, oh, but it's not fair. You know, it's not fair. Life's not fair. (laughs) 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 That's true. That's definitely true. Because if you really want to be honest, the two best teams is Georgia and Alabama. Then you can fill in the other two. I can't disagree with you. I mean... Where, where both teams are playing right now, 
I mean, I'm loving this matchup, and man, I can't wait to talk about it because I do want to talk about it. I mean, I, I, George and Kirby Smart, what they're doing is, is amazing. Uh, you can't deny that, but I'm telling you right now, on the matchup, Alabama matches up with them better than anybody because they got players to match up on the outside, you know, with, with Bowers and and uh, what's the dude, McConkie, I'm calling McConkie, whatever his name is. Lad McConkie, yeah. Yeah. Um, the backs, Milton is a good back, but you're not going to run up the middle on this Alabama defense, right? And Carson Beck hadn't been in that heat with Brads and, 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 uh, Dallas coming off the edge and now these, these exotic blitz packages. So we're going to get down to this heavy, man, because this matchup right here is going to be a good one that I, I really, I really like Alabama easily in this game. I know people are going to say I'm crazy, but I've watched both these teams closely. And the matchup favors Alabama. Uh, I agree with you 100%. But uh, that was all I was calling this comment on that. Yeah, no, I mean, you got great points in terms of yeah. looking at last season, TCU and uh, – Kansas State both getting beat down by SEC teams. So, but 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 again, like I said earlier, right? I mean, you just got to look at the history of this committee and then how they do like to they, they give these teams like TCU and these other teams like a Florida State, for instance. They give them the benefit of the doubt, even though the eye test will tell you everything you need to know. They they will tell you that they're not. I'm not saying they're a fraud, but they're not as good as they appear on paper. But for whatever reason, the committee. They like to go off of these, you know, analytics and what they see on paper. So hopefully that's not the case. But I'm with you, TK. If you look at the eye test and you see what these teams uh, are capable of, especially these SEC teams, man, I, I don't see how you don't put them in a playoff, especially given if they, they win out. So Now let me just say this. Four weeks ago, TK, I wouldn't have Alabama up there. I wouldn't. No, I, said, I, wouldn't I said on this show four weeks ago, the Alabama team, I was in no way. They, they probably about right, eight to ten somewhere. But now – what this team is doing, what this offense is doing, what the play calling of Tommy Reese has been, and how the defense has stepped up their game all day, every day. And we've seen that consistency, the offensive line playing better. This is a different team. I would, I would agree with you 100%. Yeah, but, you know, that's, that's that bias. You know, everybody hate a winner. That's right. Yeah. The Bama no team is real. That's what they call it. TK, we appreciate you calling, brother. It's real. Okay. All right, TK. Thanks, brother. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I can't wait to break down this this, this game because. Well, we got to break wanna, down the Auburn I, game first, though. I don't know. Well, we got Auburn, Chattanooga. I know. It's just I'm anxious about it because this is another payback game. It is. It's another payback game. It is. And this is one Nick Saban I know. Let me ask you this, Christian, because we got about four or five minutes. And I know Coach Samuel said never. I know he's, they're, they're looking, for, you know, they're going to play who's in front of them. I know Chattanooga, and I know Auburn. It's always going to be a tough game. But in Nick Saban's mind, is he already doing some things, thinking about Georgia, how to beat Georgia, how to get back at Kirby Smart? Or do you think he just plays out week to week? No, he's not doing that. You know why? Uh, and, and I'm not discrediting, uh, Chattanooga, but I'm gonna be honest with you. I mean, they're definitely going prep for Chattanooga, but if anything, if there's any game that they're kind of looking ahead to and preparing for, it's for Auburn. Yeah, that's a fact. I mean, uh, I, and I, it's not like I know that from being up there or anything. It's just, I'm just telling you that they, they, Coach Saban is, does not take that Auburn game lightly. Look, they're locked in to face Georgia, right? That, that, that's coming in a couple, of, but 
if you lose to Auburn, which again, I'm not even, I shouldn't even let that come out. If they lose to Auburn, they're down to the college football playoffs. They my won't point, get my it. point exactly. So talk about being where your feet are. This is probably the only week where we'll kind of let it slide a little bit, meaning like we're going to focus on Tennessee, uh, uh, Tennessee Chattanooga, right? Just like we played the Citadel, right? We prep for the Citadel just like any other team. But at the same time, I mean, you know, we, we kind of are in the back of our minds kind of preparing for the next challenge. It's the actual challenge. Again, no disrespect to Chattanooga. It just it is what it is. And I don't know that for a fact, but if I had to guess, they probably are doing some stuff. Even if it's just behind the scenes, just looking ahead, or they're actually implementing some game plan stuff physically in practice. But, um, yeah, that that's the game that they're definitely, I wouldn't say worried about, but they have their eyes on. Because, like you just said, I mean, if, if, if you dropped Auburn, which that's not going to happen, but if, for whatever reason... You're right. Then all this playoff talk that we're talking, it doesn't matter what what uh, Texas, Oregon, Washington, Florida, none, but all that, we don't even have a chance. So you got to take care of business there first. But speaking care, uh, speaking of taking care of business, you need to make sure, folks, that you're taking care of your body, right? And you start with that by going to Spine and Sport Chiropractic. I'm telling you, if you're stiff, your body needs an adjustment, head on over to Spine and Sport Chiropractic. They provide quality chiropractic services for chronic conditions, injuries, sports-related trauma, and more right here in the heart of West Alabama. Come in and discover how this form of medicine can improve your overall health by addressing the original cause of your ailments instead of masking the pain, okay? So if you're in need of this type of relief, which I'm sure you are, everybody is, right? Contact Dr. Brian McDonald and his team at 205-345-8102. Again, that's Spine and Sport Chiropractic. Also, Again, I tell you all the time, folks, so I can't tell you enough. Head on over to Alumni Hall. I'm telling you, they've got the gear that you need, folks. All the Alabama gear, football, Alabama football gear, basketball, they have, they have it all, folks. Hoodies, jackets, the hat wall, Yeti products, Peter Millar. It's all officially licensed. So head on over to Alumni Hall right now in Midtown Village. Or you can always go to AlumniHall.com where the ultimate Crimson Tide fans shop. Again, that's Alumni Hall. Check them out for all your Alabama gear, the latest and greatest gear. And also while you're over there, head on over to Buffalo's Cafe right there across the street from Alumni Hall. Buffalo's Cafe, all-you-can-eat wings on Wednesday, $17.99, the best deals in town, $9.99, weekday specials. I'm telling you, that includes a beverage. These deals are amazing, folks. You can't miss these deals at Buffalo's Cafe, and the food is great. They've got a long list on the menu, burgers, uh, tacos, steak, rice bowls. I mean, it's everything you can think of, but you got to love those wings again, Buffalo's Cafe. And it's always a great place to watch the game or any game you want to watch over at Buffalo's Cafe. Go sit at the bar, hang out, have a good time, and join us Friday. This is the last Friday that we will be there from 11 to 1 doing our show live again at Buffalo's Cafe. The Miller's Edge will be live for the last Friday of the year, so come and check us out 11 to 1 this Friday right there at Buffalo's Cafe, the home of the Miller's Edge. To wrap things up for us. Been a great show. Appreciate all the calls. Even on the Tide app. Thank you for your comments, Dr. Crystal. Hey, God is good. Take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. This is a day that the Lord has made. Let's all rejoice and be made glad. Big news sports coming up next. You've been listening to the Miller's Edge, tackling sports daily. Hey, this is Reagan. Oh,